Pizza, pizza, pizza time. The official pizza of the Shock Fantasy Podcast is 7th Avenue Pizza. This is soda-style thin crust at its absolute best. It's not that crappy thin crust. It's solid crust integrity here. Not too thick, not too thin. The sauce was derived from an ancient recipe passed down from the Norse gods. And the cheese, oh, 100% primo cheese on these pies. You can pick your toppings as well. There's your conventional pepperoni or sausage, but there's also five cheese, Mexican, meatball, and pepperoni. Even a bacon cheeseburger za for you. My favorite, though, is the Lucky 7. Italian sausage, pepperoni, beef, Canadian bacon, and three types of cheese. Dang it, my mouth is watering just talking about it. I might need to go fire up the oven and make myself one before the podcast. Find your 7th Avenue pizzas at High V Cub Foods, Lunds and Byerly's, and Holiday Station stores. And go follow them on Twitter at 7th Avenue Pizza. Let them know Shock Fantasy steered you toward their amazing za. Ahoy, Shock Fantasy fans. This is Matt Harrison. And before the show begins, I have three jobs for you. First, please take a look at your phone and hit the subscribe button on the Shock Fantasy podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Second, wherever you're listening, give me a rating and a review for the show. If you include your Twitter handle in the review, we might send you something fun in the mail. We do that periodically. And third, if you haven't yet subscribed to the season pass of Shock Fantasy, you should. You get 365 days of the Shock Fantasy Super Dash, which gives you stats and info to set all of your weekly lineups, including DFS lineups. The redraft and dynasty trade value charts, so you never get taken to the cleaners in a trade. Our waiver wire content each week. The Super Bowl, Thanksgiving, and NFL Draft prop bet games so you can make friendly wagers with your family and friends at the most important football gatherings and preseason cheat sheets for basically every kind of fantasy football imaginable. You'd be getting those for next year. Now all of that curated color coded data comes to you for only $40 for a full year. That's 76.9 cents per week. But if you act now and use the promo code AirBear. You get the whole year for only 25 bucks. That's promo code AIRBEAR, A-I-R-B-E-A-R, for those of you who are brave spellers. Enter that at checkout and we'll knock off $15. Thanks for listening. On to the show. Now, first off, how would we describe shock? <laughs> Welcome to the fantasy. <laughs> nice. Nice. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Ridiculous. Completely ridiculous. Hi there. It's Matt Harrison. This is the Shock Fantasy Podcast. I don't know why Festa Napolatiana playing on my uh, phone right now for my sound effects thing. But I was like, you know, let's roll with it. Everybody needs a little chill in their life right now. It's the Italian Cafe Society. Whatever that means. All right. Enough of that. Here we go. 
throw me a freaking bone here. All right, you can throw me a freaking bone by, you know, subscribing to Shock Fantasy or purchasing a cool t-shirt from the Shock Fantasy shop. We got Colin McCockney ones. We got Air Bear ones. We got Shock Fantasy football head guy. All sorts of cool stuff. Just go to shockfantasy.com shop. That's where you'll find it. So this week it's COVID week in the NFL, just in time for your fantasy playoffs. And luckily for you, Thursday games do get you the information early so you don't have to sweat if someone will come off the COVID list by Sunday or Monday. And this week's Thursday night football game is actually a pretty good one. The Chiefs and Chargers will be playing in L.A., should be a Chiefs home game, though, with the uh, lack of Chargers fans and the Chiefs travel well. So uh, each team holds an implied total over 24 points from Vegas. In fact, these two teams are 10th and 3rd most implied points by MGM Grand this week. So there should be some fireworks in this game. Should be a little more of a shootout. Uh, these teams are going to score some points. Now let's start with the covid list for the visiting chiefs four players are on the list notably josh gordon who really isn't that notable and defensive tackle chris jones he actually is notable uh he his his absence causes a big problem for the chiefs on the defensive line also legerius sneed is out this week due to a personal issue so that's another starter off that defense that's improved a lot on the chargers side Offensive tackle Rashawn Slater is the only name of note in COVID land. That kind of evens out the Chris Jones loss, I guess, from the line standpoint. While the Chargers do return Keenan Allen for this game from the COVID list, Mike Williams did sneak in and play last week, although you might not have noticed. Keep an eye on the status of Derwin James and Asante Samuel in the secondary. Both are questionable, which is usually a bad thing for a Thursday game. Doesn't sound like either will go, and if they're out, it makes it much easier to move the ball against the Chargers. Let's start on the Chiefs side. Patrick Mahomes is again startable, but I'll give him a slight downgrade here to an A-minus grade. That's right, Charch, an A-minus. What are you going to do about it, Charchian? The Chargers have been one of the better teams against the pass this year, ranking in the top 10 in both passing yards and touchdowns allowed per game. However, Mahomes casually threw for 260 and three against this defense earlier in the year, and that was when a lot more pieces were healthy on that D. Tyreek is an A grade uh, with Asante Samuel out. Tavon Campbell will be given most of the hill duty. His passer rating in his coverage is 102, and that's about to go up. Travis Kelsey gets an A grade as well. The Chargers are the sixth easiest team in the league from a fantasy points perspective against the tight end position. They also allowed seven catches for 104 yards to Travis in the first matchup. He's dinged them a few times in his career as well. The last chief that anybody would consider starting is Clyde Edwards Elaire. He also gets an A grade in this one. The Chargers have already allowed 17 double-digit PPR days to running backs this year in 13 games. That includes Clyde going for 109 in total yards and a score in the first meeting. We're not desperate enough for a Daryl Williams start, though. He's coming in around five touches per game right now, and that's not enough. On the Chargers side, Austin Eckler, he's dealing with an ankle injury. 
but he did return to the game last week after it was taped up. He did take Monday off of practice this week. Did go in a limited fashion on Tuesday. I imagine it's the same thing Wednesday. I didn't, unfortunately, check the practice report. Uh, I do expect Eckler to go. He will go for over 100 yards, just like he did in the earlier matchup this year. Justin Jackson and Joshua Kelly did get a lot of work last week with Eckler banged up. And it was a blowout win against the Giants. This one will be tighter, and frankly, the Chargers' playoff lives are kind of on the line here. A minus for Eckler, just because I'm nervous about the ankle injury popping up, maybe a re-injury there. Keenan Allen is back after a week on the COVID list. In his absence, Jalen Guyton and Josh Palmer each managed over 65 yards and both scored. I expect those targets to go back to Allen this week with his normal slot and Sorry, with normal slot corner Legereus Sneed out, the Chiefs will probably be rotating guys who don't normally go into the slot to cover Allen. It's probably Rashad Fenton who swings inside. He is Kansas City's best cover corner, according to Pro Football Focus, but he's also the one who's had the least snaps this year, and he's playing out of position against one of the best in the game. So I'll give an A to Keenan Allen here. Mike Williams gets a C-plus. That's right, a C-plus, Charchian. Even without Allen last week, Williams still trailed Josh Palmer in the target share. I did call a good day for Mike Williams in Week 13 against the Bengals. I'm just not seeing it here, though. The target share has slipped too far, and in the first meeting with the Chiefs, everybody's probably remembering Williams did torch them for seven catches, 122 yards, and two scores. But this Chiefs defense, as of the last month and change, has been a ton better. All matchups for Williams, either against Charvarius Ward or Mike Hughes, are trending negative, according to Pro Football Focus. It's a C-plus because he did do it before and has a coin flip chance at a TD in this high-scoring affair. Could be a high-scoring affair. So C-plus for Mike Williams. We're not chasing Palmer or Guyton this week with Williams and Keenan Allen back in the lineup. And actually, the tight end position is just a mess in L.A. You don't want to chase Jared Cook's touchdown from last week. He's only getting two, three, four targets per game. That's not enough. Finally, my guy, Justin Air Bear. Here, this is what a bear sounds like, actually, for real, in real life. I mean, if you hear this outside of your tent, man, I don't want to. I don't want to hear that. Did you hear the air coming out of the bear? Oh my gosh! Yeah, you don't want any of that air bear. No way. Justin Herbert's first start. Justin Air Bear, sorry, first start of his career was the Tyrod stabbed by the trainer game, and it was against these Chiefs at the beginning of last year. He threw for 311 and a score in that game with about five minutes notice that he was starting, and nobody on the Chargers has looked back since then. In fact, his other two matchups with the Chiefs in his career, 302 and 3, 281 and 4. Now, I'm not saying that Herbert's going to go, sorry, Air Bear's going to put up 27 fantasy points every time he faces the Chiefs, but he has so far. The Chiefs have been significantly better since mid-October against the pass, but they really haven't played a ton of quality competition in that time. Dak Prescott, who has short some wide receivers, was really the best competition that they faced since then. 
Other than that, it's been, you know, Ryan Tannehill, Taylor Heineke, Jordan Love, Daniel Jones, Teddy Bridgewater, Derek Carr, yuck. The concerning thing, the Chiefs haven't allowed an opponent to score more than 17 points since week seven. 17 team points, not fantasy points. So that's six straight weeks holding a team to 17 or fewer points. The Chargers should should break that streak this week, but it wouldn't surprise me if they only manage their implied total of 24. So I'm a little nervous there. So for that, I'll give Air Bear something between the A and Air and the B and Bear. He gets a B plus, a B plus. And order your Air Bear T-shirt on shockfantasy.com/shop right now. I'm looking at one of them right now. Looking at one of the gold ones with the blue Air Bear on it. Oh, man. What a cool-looking shirt. I think I'm going to wear that one around tomorrow. Sounds like fun. I appreciate all of you listening to the Shock Fantasy Podcast. And it is worth noting that we're not doing the Waiver Wire Podcast for the remainder of the year. Because waivers are over. It's fantasy time. We're going to get all of the matchups done for you. We're going to give you every startable-worthy player. We're going to find them for you, either on the Shock Fantasy Podcast or on Fantasy Football Weekly. Thank you all again for listening. Follow Shock Fantasy on Twitter, at Shock Fantasy, or follow me on Twitter, at Explosive Output. Go ahead and throw a couple of bucks toward Fanball this week in the lobby. we got a couple of really good contests, including uh, one through uh, NFFC that can get you into a pretty sweet little postseason tournament. If you ever played postseason fantasy football, this is a really great way to play it. Uh, multipliers on all the players. Fun stuff. You should you should go check it out. All right. That's it. Goal. Talk to you later. <laughs>